This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. What up, everybody, and welcome to Studio Day. Hefrey, I don't know if you guys watched the Cowboys draft show or the draft show on Cowboys.com. Myself, Dave Hellman, Brian Broaddus, and uh, Kyle Yeomans. But it's back. The draft show is upon us. It's draft season. So if you're here and you hate draft content, you're probably going to hate me for a while. And I'm sorry. But uh, this morning on the draft show, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you about seven or eight guys that I already like at the 24th overall pick. The Cowboys are going to have an opportunity to pick a guy who's going to help their team. It's going to be really good. You're going to like it. You're going to love it. Unless they screw it up. But I tried out my new power stance. I've watched Michael Irvin and Kurt Warner do this when they're on the NFL pregame stuff. You can't really tell in here. You get your arms out about as wide as you can. You take up space. It's a power position. And so this is me broadcasting with power about the NFL draft. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to give you seven names to track for the Dallas Cowboys at number 24 overall, okay? And it's important to realize that there are going to be people who are going to tell you, he won't be there, he won't be there, he won't be there, he won't be there. I'm going to name these seven guys. If two of them aren't there, then a person who watches this can punch me in the nipple, okay? Because we do it all the time. Everybody's going to be gone. You're picking 15th, and it's like, oh, he'll never be there. And we have 28 guys that will never be there at 15. It's silly, okay? So let's just chill out a little bit. And here are seven names to know for the Dallas Cowboys. Number one, sweet, sweet Tyler Linderbaum, center, Iowa. He is the best center prospect I have ever watched, which is uh, for sure means he's going to be a failure. Um, But just the consistency, the athleticism, the reach blocks. And a reach block is where you're playing center and there's a guy lined up over here between you and a guard and you're being asked to snap the ball and then beat him across his face, get him turned the other way so that you can run the ball that way. And he does it with ease. He's a great athlete. He's assignment perfect. He's double team and up to the second level, great. Um, the only thing is that he's probably that much shorter than you dream of your center to be. Uh, he's probably that much lighter than you would dream of your center to be. And he's not an overwhelming power player. But the dude plays hard as crap to the whistle, through the whistle. Uh, he makes every block you could imagine. Uh, he's a stud. Tyler Linderbaum, center. Prospect number one to keep your eye on. Number two, Kenyon Green, offensive lineman, Texas A&M. He's played left guard, right guard, left tackle, right tackle, all this last year for A&M. I think in the NFL he is a guard, but... He held up just fine at tackle as well. He could do either one, but I believe he's a guard. So in this scenario, he would be your left guard, and he is one of those dudes that is 325 pounds and still has the easy ability for the knee bend, for the leveraging, getting low and powering through people, uh, and good enough feet to mirror and pass protection. Kenyon Green, Texas A&M guard, name number two to keep your eye on at number 24 overall. Name number three, 
Nicobe Dean, Georgia, linebacker. All the mock drafts I've seen so far, pretty much all of them have Devin Lloyd going, Utah linebacker going before Nicobe Dean. I would prefer that. I actually like Dean a little bit more than I like Devin Lloyd, but Devin Lloyd is 6'3, 235, whereas Nicobe Dean is 6'2, 225. He's Roquan Smithish, but he is the fastest read and reactor in this linebacker class and one of the fastest read and reactors I've ever seen. He's actually kind of like Nick Bolton from last year with a supercharger. Like he moves faster, he's quicker, might have more violence. Nicobe uh, Dean is a really good linebacker that's a super capable blitzer as well. So, Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia, keep an eye on him. Because if you do that, I could have Nicobe Dean and Jabril Cox, and I could have Micah Parsons rush the passer a bunch. Eh? Not a bad idea. Now, Devin Lloyd is another option at number 24 if he were to get that far. He's a Utah linebacker. He's 6'3", 235. He does not read and react as quickly as Nicobe Dean does, but he's good at it. He can cover tight ends and man coverage. He's a nice zone dropper. He's made tons of plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage. He is more slippery than super quick and stout and powerful. So where Nicobe Dean would get through somewhere because it's just like, and he's through, Lloyd is more of a kind of back and forth, get slippery, get, and he's longer. Um, so Devin Lloyd, I'll understand if he's picked before Nicobe Dean, but I just want to be on the record that at this moment I prefer Dean. But Lloyd and Dean, both are worthy of being picked in the first round. George Karloftis, Purdue, defensive end. I've seen him work out in person already in shorts and t-shirts last week. And my first impression was, eh, a little stiff. Like he's not a, when you do a three-cone time, we're asking him to go, I don't think his time is going to be great. Is, But then you turn on the tape and you're like, well, he's an incredibly fluid football player. So I'm not overly concerned about that, but he'll probably never be a turn the corner in a hurry, dip underneath and go get sacks that way guy. He is a winner through hand placement, hand power, effort, hustle. Like he is your standard, holy crap, that's a really good football player. Where are his arms as long as you dream of for a D end? No. Is he going to run a six, eight, three cone? No. But does he line up and just find his way through blockers and to and towards the ball? Yeah. With just well-timed, powerful shock in his hands. George Karloftis is a good player. Keep him in mind for number 24 overall. Jamison Williams, Alabama wide receiver, coming off an ACL tear, but with modern medicine, that's somebody who should be ready for training camp in theory, right? Six months, seven, yeah, training camp is seven months away. So in theory, you're ready for training camp, and that's just big-time speed, game-breaking speed, You've seen it in Alabama. He makes so many big plays, so many huge chunk plays, so many touchdowns. Um, he dictates to a defense some of the things that they have to do because he's going to be a legit low 4-3 guy. He's good after the catch with acceleration, with speed, and he'll run through uh, bad tackle attempts. So Jamison Williams, that could give your offense a deep threat 
who is actually more than just a deep threat. Like, he doesn't drop the ball. Is he a great route runner? No. But is he a bad route runner? No. So he's a speed guy that has more than just speed. Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Player number eight, target for the Cowboys at number 24, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. Now he's 360 pounds. The reason I'm interested in Jordan Davis in the first round, even though he's mostly going to be a two-down player, meaning that if it's like third and nine, Jordan Davis wouldn't be on the field because he's not going to give you pass rush help. What he's going to do is he's going to occupy two blockers and he's not going to get moved. What is that worth becomes the question. For a lot of people, maybe that's not worth a first-round pick, period. I look around the league now and I think about teams being able to stop the run with four guys. And he could help a team do that big time. So if I can control your run game, maybe I shouldn't say with four guys, but without committing an extra defender to the box. Think about what teams have done to the Cowboys the second half of this year. If you've got six, they've got six. They're not bringing an extra guy into the box. They believe that they can stop your run with even numbers. That's useful. That is quite useful. And if on the first couple of downs, when it's a passing play, you can at least kind of push the pocket and be an interior presence. That's nice. But that's it. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. That leaves me with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven guys so far that I'm interested in. Now, there's a bunch of other ones, too, but you can't have them, most likely. Evan Neal, Alabama offensive tackle. Sure, give him to me. He's going to go in the top ten, maybe top five, maybe number one. Um, Iquanu, NC State left tackle. He ain't going to be at 24. I'll take him if he is. Charles Cross might take him, offensive tackle, at 24 if he's available. Sure sounds like none of those guys will be. But don't take that as gospel either because, as I've already told you, don't just write off that, oh, he's going to be gone, 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 gone. Um, and I guess I could throw in two corners. I watched Derek Stingley last night, LSU, uh, who's been a top 10 pick since he was a true freshman. And, you know, he's going to be a weird evaluation for people because his true freshman year was incredible, didn't play his sophomore year, and played three games his junior year. But I watched him last night, and in his junior year where it's like, yeah, I don't know. Not really. Uh -uh. You just watch him move. He's the stickiest corner prospect in forever. So hard to get open on. And sauce Gardner, giant corner Cincinnati. Definitely worth number 24 overall. They'll probably both be gone, but don't hold me to that because you never know. As you can see, I'm already naming a bunch of people that are going to be gone, gone. So we'll see, but there you go. Quick little preview in honor of the draft shows debut today. Leave in the comments if there's somebody you have a crush on in this draft class at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavan. I'll see you from 2 to 7 on 105.3 The Fan and the Odyssey app. And remember, you have no idea what anybody is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.